Hello everyone, it's Victor, your guy aka Five Wedges, recording an episode for the Open, the 151st playing of the Open at Hoy Lake. We are excited about this week. There seems to be quite a bit of anticipation. When you think about the three tours that are actually all feeding into the 151st Open, you have the Live Golf Tour. The Live Golf Tour currently is host to the reigning Open champion, Cam Smith. And as he prepares to defend his title, um, it's somebody that we can naturally give our attention to as a potential victor, someone who ultimately would stand on Sunday having won back-to-back Open Championships. Um, that is a rare feat, but certainly you don't take away from the champ until the champ has been beaten. The other two tours, the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour, uh, we, we definitely look forward to providing you with potential winners from from those tours. In some cases, the individual that we are anticipating will win the tour is someone that actually plays on both tours. But again, we're excited about uh, the week that is ahead, the 151st playing of the Open Championship at Hoy Lake. The last time Hoy Lake was host to the Open was 2014 in which Roy McElroy won the Open. And prior to that, it was 2006 in which Tiger Woods won it. So as we think about this week, we know the Open success is really about controlling the ball. Um, It's about being a shot maker. Oftentimes when we go across the pond, it's also about staying out of the bunkers. We know Link's course is often filled with bunkers, whether they're fairway bunkers or whether they're green protecting bunkers. Bunkers are strategically placed on Link's courses. And this week will be no different. And so when I think about that, when we think about that and who is playing well, who certainly has the momentum, control of their ball, control of their game to play four days, four days by which the forecast is suggesting that weather will play a factor, whether it's five miles an hour or 35 miles an hour, the forecast is set up for what is known as typical open weather to be ever present this year from Thursday to Sunday. And again, as we think about who is well positioned to withstand four days of, at a minimum, meteorological changes or challenges, I have actually broken those down into prohibitive favorites, on the fence odds, and slim odds. So when I get excited about the Open this year, uh, Rory McIlroy is at the top of the list. Not only is Rory coming off of winning the Scottish Open, which is typically the tune-up event for the Open, which often is the following week. There were a number of PGA Tour members. There were a number of DP World Tour members 
who were playing this past week. And so it served as a solid tune-up. Um, one of the things that we saw that puts Rory at the top of that list is how he played a whole 17 and 18 on Sunday when the win was a factor. He's taken the five wood out of his bag this week and put a two iron in. And he definitely used that two iron on 18 to put him in play for the winning birdie putt on 18. Rory has continued to say that he feels good about his game. He tweaked it or at least found something that allowed him to tweak it at the Travelers uh, a month or so ago. And he has not fallen off the good feeling that he has since that tournament. And it was only strengthened with the victory at the Scottish Open the previous week. So Roy stands atop of the list for the prohibitive favorites. Next in line is Xander Shoffley. I was high and continue to be high on Xander winning not only a golf tool, but a major. Uh, in the previous season, Xander has positioned himself well, just hasn't closed the deal. Uh, I know that he, on Friday or Saturday, tends to stumble a bit. And we've seen that this year in the PGA Tour season. But I do feel like Xander has control enough of his ball. He's poised and focused really at the most critical and key moments. Part of winning at the Open is not only being able to control your ball and control your game, but it's controlling your emotions and making sure that you go through your routine, your mind is solid and focused on where it needs to be in that moment, and then you play the shot. I think that Xander, for the most part, does that as well as any other golfer on the PGA Tour or DP World Tour. And, and, and with that, um, I have him on that prohibitive favorite list. Next on the list, and this is someone that when the start of the calendar year came out, I released the episode. I thought that this person would definitely be a multiple winner in calendar 2023. And for those of you that have listened to episodes of the podcast month over month, you know that I continue to talk about this individual I remain excited about this individual. I do think that his prospects are very high, and that is Terrell Hatton. And so Terrell really having his start on that DP World Tour, playing from country to country, understanding that conditions can vary from week to week as a DP World Tour player, I do believe that Terrell understands the importance of the Open. He understands the conditions and how the conditions vary in the open. And, and so I think his game is suited for that, if for no other reason that he grew up in those environments where wind and the elements often change. And, and he ultimately made his way to the PGA Tour, where it seems he's playing a lot of his golf these days. The one thing about Terrell this week that I've said for weeks prior, months prior, and in episodes, is it is critically important for him to control his emotions. Maybe second to only John Rahm, and certainly John has done a much better job this year 
of maintaining emotional and mental balance. We know Terrell as a talented golfer who also can be explosive at any moment. And so I'm betting this week that he will manage his emotions from Thursday to Sunday, put himself in contention, and that's why I have him as a prohibitive favorite. The next person, and really the last person on the prohibitive favorite list, is Victor Hovland. Coming out of last calendar year, and even entering this one, the knock on Victor, at least from the Tee to Green Golf podcast, is that Victor could not close the deal. It would be a Saturday or Sunday where he just seemingly would come loose at the seams. And having played such competitive golf leading up to that point, he couldn't finish the deal. He wasn't in a good place, maybe mentally. And and that actually translated to how he was hitting the ball down the stretch. Over the past few months, not only has Victor showed that stability in his mind and his mental approach, but in the stability of his game. Additionally, we see that his short game has been leaps and bounds better than it ever was at any season prior to this year. And so for that, understanding that tight lies are part of Lynx golf courses, and Victor really in the first year of a very refined skill set with, with his short game, I think that this will be optimal. Uh, I'm certain that leading up to Thursday, Victor's going to put himself in a number of places on the course during the practice rounds that will allow him to even more fine-tune that for this week specifically. And so I have Victor listed as the last of four on that prohibitive favorites list. Moving down to on the fence, I have four golfers in the on the fence category. World number one, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, we know that Scotty's putting has been a little bit off this week. Over the past few weeks, he's been openly critical about that himself. Um, this is interesting. And, and on one hand, Scotty is one of those Texas natives, Texas golfer. Um, they typically know how to play wind and, and, and manage the ball flight. Of, of their shots. And so for that reason, um, Scotty is probably closer to prohibitive favorite in the on the fence category than he is slim odds in being in that on the fence category. However, I still think that if the elements play a part I don't know if Scotty's at a point where I view him to be in contention to win the Open this year. And for that reason, I have him in the on-the-fence odds category. Additionally, I have world number two, John Rahm, there as well. Uh, after a really steamy, smoking start to calendar year 2023, uh, John has actually tailed back a little bit. Uh, but I also think that when the lights are the brightest, John has a way of rising up and playing some of his best golf or playing his best golf at that moment. And there is no brighter light at this point for the rest of the season. 
than the final major at Hoy Lake. Uh, John is a, a, a Spaniard, um, someone who grew up across the pond. And so I think there may be this push of adrenaline that, that puts him back on what feels like home, um, even though it's not home, it's certainly back in Europe. And, and John being um, a European by way of Spain, may feel an extra boost to to win that for uh, for not only himself but for country if you will uh, or region of uh, region in the earth so again John is on that on the fence odds category next on the list is someone that has really played somewhat steady golf over the last month or so uh, he competed well at last year's Open, and that's Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, Tommy naturally seems to play uh, a lower-flighted ball. Uh, he is from England, and so he understands these conditions very well. Uh, I have Tommy as third on the on-the-fence odds and, and really will keep an eye on him. He probably is a sleeper by most accounts, and I don't think that being on the fence means he's a prohibitive favor. I think it's my sleeper category. I'm just calling it on the fence. And last on the list is maybe somewhat of a surprise given the last two months or so of how this person has played. And that's Ricky Fowler. Uh, Ricky certainly has gotten his game back. He's ascended tremendously up the official world golf ranking. He is within the top 30. Uh, I think he has found his rhythm as it relates to the golf courses on the PGA Tour. I am giving him credit for the solid performance that he's displayed this year, uh, but understanding that he is going across the pond recognizing that Ricky is also someone that plays a lower penetrating ball flight, which could be advantageous. But as we view Ricky in the sense of a resurgent golfer, uh, I think he's passed the test through the month of June. This will be a big test for him. And understanding that, again, giving him credit for how he has played, but not completely tipping the hat to the extent that I take it off and tip it. I have Ricky as the fourth golfer in the on the fence odds category. The final category, which is slim odds. As I said earlier, you can't remove the champ until you beat the champ. And so I am bringing Cam Smith back into the conversation as a potential open champion. As I stated, it is rare for any golfer to win back-to-back -back at the open. I'm not sure that it has ever happened in the history of this particular tournament, but I am giving Cam his credit and his due for being the reigning open champion and with that, I have him in slim odds. The last golfer in this category is Shane Lowry. We know a few years back, Shane won the Open. He did it in less than ideal conditions. 
Shane is someone from Northern Ireland. Weather is less than ideal over the course of a calendar year. Someone that really understands creativity, enjoys creativity, manages his ball flight. Shane has not had a particularly strong calendar year 2023, but he remains a very solid golfer. And going back across the pond to play in the 151st Open Championship, it presents an opportunity for Shane to find lightning in a bottle and raise the trophy up again this week. That's it. 11 golfers, three categories, getting you primed for what is going to be a fascinating Thursday through Sunday. It is the final major of the calendar year and season 2023. From here, team, we focus our eyes on East Lake in Atlanta, Georgia. Excited. Look forward to the week ahead. Hope you do as well. The very best to you and yours. As we always say, hit it straight from tee to green. Production support for the tee to green golf podcast is Dominic Fiore, editor of the digital arts recording department at the University of St. Francis and Canon Studios in Holly Springs, Georgia. Thank you, everyone. We are out.